Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles today. We're so happy to have you with us. And today is chapter 8, section 6, The Treasure of God. That's a good line. We are joint will of the sonship whose wholeness is for all. We begin the journey back by setting out together and gathering our brothers as we continue together. Every gain in our strength is offered to all, for all, so they too can lay aside their weaknesses and add their strength to us. God's welcome waits for us all, and he will welcome us as I am welcoming you. Forget not the kingdom of God for anything the world has to offer. The world can add nothing to the power and glory of God and his holy sons, but it can blind the sons to the Father if they behold it. You cannot behold the world and know God. Only one is true. I am come to to tell you that the choice of which is true is not yours to make. If it were, you would have destroyed yourself. (laughs) Wow. Yet God did not will the destruction of his creations, having created them for eternity. His will has saved you, not from yourself, but from your illusion of yourself. He has saved you for yourself. Wow, we're lucky we didn't get destroyed with our own case. Yeah, so this is the treasure of God, and it's like the real treasure. You know, I I think of this line from the Bible. It says, put not your treasure where moth nor rust corrupt. Mm -hmm. And um, this is talking about the self God created, which is you, your reality has been totally intact, whether you've been aware of it or not. And it's something that can't be destroyed. Mm. So no matter what you did to ignore it or what you did to um, make sure you weren't aware of your treasure of your real self, it always was there, and nothing could assail it. Nothing could attack it. So, so, and no moth nor rust could corrupt it. So it's not of time. It's not of something that's uh, deteriorated over time. You know. So, so that's the treasure. This talking about the treasure of God in this section. Let us glorify him whom the world denies, for over his kingdom the world has no power. No one created by God can find joy in anything except the eternal. Not because he is deprived for anything else, but because nothing else is worthy of him. What God and his sons create is eternal, and in this and in only this, their joy. So, if we want joy, we need the eternal. That's something to remember for our training. Listen to the story of the prodigal son and learn what God's treasure is and yours. The son of a loving father left his home and thought he had squandered everything for nothing of any value, although he had not understood its worthlessness at the time. He was ashamed to return to his father because he thought he had hurt him. Yet when he came home, the father welcomed him with joy because the son himself was his father's treasure. He wanted nothing else. It's interesting how he sometimes quotes the Bible in here. Yeah, so that's the parable of the prodigal son. You know, the prodigal son was 
this uh, mm-hmm. you know he he was the son and he got his inheritance and he went away and he squandered the money and he was in such a pit of discontent I think he was kind of you know wallowing in the mud and then finally he decided well I am going to go home and he goes home all tattered and you know broke and uh, and the father was so glad to see him and he welcomed him and um, yeah so it didn't matter it didn't matter that he had squandered all of his inheritance. He, the, the father was so happy to have him back. Yeah. He he uh, welcomed him with open arms, and he he. This is saying, well, you are the treasure of God. You are the treasure. Mm. the The son is the treasure of God, and for you to be aware of yourself, your God created self. That's like you're coming back into your awareness of who you are. And that's like the prodigal son coming home. And God is immensely happy about that. Yeah, God wants his only son because his son is his only treasure. You want your creations as he wants his. Your creations are your gift to the Holy Trinity, created in gratitude for your creation. They do not leave you any more than you left your creator, but they extend your creation to God extended himself. But they extend your creation as God extended himself to you. Can the creations of God himself take joy in what is not real? And what is real except the creations of God and those are created like his? Your creations love you as you love your father for the gift of creation. There is no other gift that is eternal and therefore there is no other gift that is true. How then can you accept anything else or give anything else and expect joy in return? And what else but joy would you want? You made neither yourself nor your function. You have made, you made only the decision to be unworthy of both. Yet you cannot make yourself unworthy because you are the treasure of God and what he values is valuable. There can be no question of its worth because its value lies in God's sharing himself with it and establishing its value forever. Yeah, and so what else but joy would you want is a good line. Yeah, well, what else but joy would you want? And if you're extending your creations uh, and you're increasing, you know, like nothing real can be increased except by sharing it. And you're increasing the joy and you're increasing the love and you're giving the love, you're giving the joy and you're increasing those creations. Then you're co-creating with with God. Yeah. You know, that's what God is doing with you. And you're doing that with your creations. And so it's all one big happy extension of of joy your function is to add to god's treasure by creating yours his will to you is his will for you he would not withhold creation from you because his joy is in it you cannot find joy except as god does his joy lay in creating you and he extends his fatherhood to you so that you can extend yourself as he did you do not understand this because you do not understand him 
No one who does not accept his function can understand what it is, and no one can accept his function unless he knows what he is. Creation is the will of God. His will created you to create. Your will has not created separate from his, so you must will as he wills. Yeah, and what are you creating? Well, something from the will. And what's the will? Well, the will is perfect happiness. So you, whatever you're creating that brings perfect happiness to you and others, you can bet that's consistent with the will of the creator and those are your real creations and when you extend them you increase them and you not only make the people around you happy but you make yourself happy an unwilling will does not mean anything because being a contradiction in terms that actually means nothing when you think you are unwilling to will with God you are not thinking God's will is thought. It cannot be contradicted by thought. God does not contradict himself, and his sons who are like him cannot contradict themselves. Yet their thought is so powerful that they can imprison the mind of God's son if they so choose. This choice does not make a son's function unknown to him, but never to his creator. And because it is not known to his creator, it's forever knowable to him. There is no question but one you should ever ask yourself. Do I want to know my father's will for me? He will not hide it. He has revealed it for me because I asked him of it. And learn what he has already given. Our function is to work together because apart from each other we cannot function at all. The whole power of God's Son lies in all of us but not in any of us alone. God would not have us be alone because he does not will to be alone. That is why he created his son and gave him the power to create with him. Our creations are as holy as we are, and we are the sons of God himself, as holy as he is. Through our creations, we extend our love and thus increase the joy of the Holy Trinity. You do not understand this because you who are God's own treasure do not regard yourself as valuable. Given this belief, you cannot understand anything. Well, yeah, that's like when we work with people on their personal life. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not valuable, I'm worthless. You know, it's like the the mind has all these judgments and uh, attack thoughts towards our own self. I mean, leave alone others. Like, if you just looked at your worst opinion of yourself, it's exactly what that's talking about. It's Mm -hmm. like you're not seeing who you are when you're putting yourself down. God did not create unworthy, not good enough entities. Right. So you're relating to the ego self that you made up that has nothing to do with who you are so it's like you're not really seeing anything. You're just seeing an illusion that keeps you unhappy. I share with God the knowledge of the value he puts upon you. My devotion to you is of him, being born of my knowledge of myself and him. We cannot be separated. Whom God has joined cannot be separated. And God has joined all his sons with himself. Can you be separated from your life and your being? 
The journey to God is merely the reawakening of the knowledge of where you are always and what you are forever. It is a journey without distance to a goal that's never changed. Truth can only be experienced. It cannot be described and cannot be explained. I can make you aware of the conditions of truth, but the experience is of God. Together we can meet all its conditions, but truth will dawn upon you of itself. What God has willed for you is yours. He has given his will to his treasure, whose treasure it is. Your heart lies where your treasure is, and his does. You who are beloved of God are wholly blessed. Learn this of me, and free the holy will of those who are blessed as you. Well, yeah, it's our job to accept ourselves as God created us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I thought you could read 253. I have to go. a short one. Okay. Myself is the ruler of the universe. Okay, because it was it was talking in this section about the treasure of God being God's son or mm -hmm. yourself mm -hmm. and you awakening up that you are the treasure of God. And so it's the Christ who is the self we share connecting us with one another and with God as well. And that self, that capital self, is the treasure of God. That's God's Son. And now this is further explaining what is that. And myself is the ruler of the universe. It is impossible that anything should come to me unbidden by myself. Even in this world, it is I who rule my destiny. What happens to me is what I desire. That's the line we need to remember. What happens to me is what I desire. Mm -hmm. It's thought is creative, but it's another way of saying everything we teach. What happens to me is what I desire. What does not occur is what I do not want to happen. This must I accept. For thus I am led past this world to my creations, children of my will and heaven, where my holy self abides with them and with him who has created me. Yeah, that's what I was saying to the team yesterday, you know. Yeah, if, if you haven't manifested something, you... You didn't want it. You didn't want yeah. it. Yeah, you are the self whom you created, son, creating like yourself, and one with you. And myself, which rules the universe, is but your will in perfected union with my own, which can but offer glad assent to yours, that, I, it, may extend it, that it may be extended to itself. Yeah, myself is ruler of the universe yeah it's your capital self mm -hmm. um but it's also like uh if your ego wants to make up a hell yeah your ego has enough power to do that mm -hmm. you know so um whether you're in your true self or in your false self you still have a lot of power and you rule it so yeah, so the treasure of God is you. That's all you need to know. And the nature of you is joy. Thank you.